Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, oh boy, standing six foot two, 299 pounds. It's the number one fuckboy, Johnny G from the South Shore of Nassau County, Long Island. All you gotta do is trust me, abortion is healthcare. That's right, Jackson Maine. Speak once, speak for our female listeners and all the pregnant people. Yeah, also joining me in the high mice news, my nearly silent ghost, Arthur Gamers. Arthur, give him a shout out. Arthur's laying in front of the air conditioner because it's a hot one in West Hollywood. Also joining me in high and mighty studios from the podcast on Earwolf called TV I Say with Ashley Ray. It's the titular character, Ashley Ray. <laughs> Hey, so I want to be. I might as well just get that fucking horn. I know what I'm I doing think, here. Yeah, you need it's, it. Come on. <laughs> it started as like a wrestling announcement. Now I'm just like a monster truck uh, rally guy or whatever. <laughs> it got me pumped. It did what it had to do. Mission accomplished. It gets you. It gets you pumped. I thought I just spilled something. Uh, it gets you pumped. It makes me look like an asshole, like a a jerk. Not a jerk, but like a. a a dork before you're a guest so you're like well now whatever oh, yeah. i do is Bars on less dumb than that yeah, come on right? let's go <laughs> if you freeze up and can't remember the name of a single tv show it'll still be more entertaining than that garbage <laughs> i just spewed so it's yeah, perfect yeah. i and can't you... believe it took us this long to, to to well i mean we this is not the first time we're seeing each this other isn't yeah we we, we got hung to meet... irl dog <laughs> yeah at a, at a weed event like the cool kids in la do yeah yeah i don't really leave the house much but they're like there's gift bags i'm like i'll be oh there. Yeah. yeah as soon as they were like oh you will get free weed i was like yeah. and what time do i need to be there and you got a free hot dog it was Fuck, honestly yeah. a pretty great event i'll drive to atwater for an eighth yeah <laughs> like for oh, a free yeah. eighth hell yeah and the, i mean what i did, i worked at smart because i made friends with a few people who were like i don't really smoke weed i just came for the comedy and then at the end of the night they were like i don't even know what to do with this gift bag i don't want it anyone and i was just like yeah please i saw so, you lo loading totes into your car on the way out after the boxes full i walked away with probably an ounce so <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> um well this i'm so stoked we have uh, a ton in common but i think our outward personalities, the things we probably talk about the most on social media is the fact the content we consume for me, it's movies and TV free and, uh, and weed and yeah. look at us now we're here. Yeah. And for me, it, it is strictly TV and weed. I, you know, TV, I say, we say we are TV club. We don't do movies. Uh, I only watch movies one week out of the year. It's uh, Christmas. I get drunk. I watch every movie that people told me I was supposed to watch and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but other okay. than that, it's freebasing TV. Yeah, it's just TV. <laughs> it is just eight episode long seasons, one after the other. I'm just railing them down. Holy shit! <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm taking down quite a bit of TV. I'm like, I consider myself kind of like, I watch TV in tears. Like I have, and this is very oh. specific to my life, where it's like, tier one is have to watch it with the wife. 
So that's like oh, those, yeah. b- those big shows that hit hard or a previous show where like, okay, we're going to watch all the Sopranos. And if I'm watching it with her, that's a certain pace. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm polyamorous. I date a lot of people. I always know I'm serious with someone when it's like, fine, we're watching Squid Game together and I will wait. I will wait for you. Also, it's- that's really, I'm, I'm imagining someone who's poly who has like, I actually can't watch this show with you. I watch this show with Brendan. It's like, like you have like a partner, like overlapping it's poly honestly life happened. with TV life. It's happened. I've had people be like, oh, well, like I would love to like, you know, start Stranger Things with you. And I'm like, I am so sorry. I've always, I've already promised that to my primary, you know, so. <laughs> It's it's a lot of schedules. Catch yourself of... watching it twice to be cool. Like, oh yeah, you like. Hey, I you did do that one time. <laughs> I did that one time just to like seem cool to this girl because I didn't want to like break her heart. <laughs> I saw Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back a second time because I felt guilty, and it was so bad that even the, the second time was even worse. Yeah, and this it was like BoJack Horseman. <laughs> oh, okay. I I told her I hadn't seen BoJack Horseman. I was like, she must know I'm lying. Of course, I've seen it. And then you luckily you didn't get into like a nine year relationship with her where you had to rewatch no. it all and keep the lie up or whatever. <laughs> no, 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 thank you. Like Bojack, I was like too much commitment. I'm out. <laughs> I, I agree. The, the next tier down for me is shows I really like and then I will watch with attention. And then the third tier below that is like, there's no way my wife wants to watch this. I, I don't even think I want to watch this. But I'm putting it on uh, while I do other stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. For me, that's like your intervention, uh, seeking sister wives. Uh, For me, that's like where the real trash is. What what do you have there? Oh, see, for me, because I don't like uh, that kind of television at all. I have a hard time with like documentary television like reality i worked in it for a long time like i was a uh, i worked at vh1 and did all covered all those yeah. like reality shows for best week ever and shit and uh that shit i, I mean that shit i'm just also realizing like oh i've been like working in tv for my whole life <laughs> in assorted ways but i've been a fan of it the whole time yeah it is the it is i do know it's horrible i know it makes me a horrible person to watch intervention uh <laughs> Actually, I made an intervention drinking game at one point. (laughs) Okay. No, that... See, it doesn't make you a horrible person that you watch intervention. The second part of that story, though, might make you a horrible person. That is what's going to send me to hell. But it's like... Like, I like the reality shows where I know it's real stakes and real people. Like, Kardashians, Real Housewives... I can't get into it because I know it's all fake. I know they're just acting. Same. Uh, same. I can't get into that. I can get into uh, competitive reality. Uh, like uh-huh. uh, the, the ones that got me the best were Top Chef and uh, Project oh. Runway. Like they owned yeah. me oh, yeah. for like seven years each. Yeah. Those uh, were the ones for me. I couldn't miss them. I was right. obsessed with both of those shows. Watching that, watching them live, like from the jump, like never watched, like never had to binge watch it because yeah. I think when I, I first no, started I watching there. it, DVRs were just barely a thing. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna. I don't know that that if that was. I remember my opportunities to watch Project Runway were like when it first aired, and then I think what was it Lifetime back then? Like oh, when it, it jumped would, from like, like Bravo jumped. to We oh, yeah, or Bravo, Lifetime. Yeah. yeah, like you could catch a rerun at like eleven, and if you missed that, you were just like screwed until the weekend when they showed another rerun. Dude, I I had a TiVo when I lived at my mom's house, which would be like '04. <laughs> I was paying for TiVo because the idea of it blew my mind so much. Yeah, and I was fresh out of college. I should be more concerned with other things. Instead, I'm like, with TiVo, I can never miss a show. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Oh, I, I remember I was like begging my mom. I was like, can we please get the TiVo? Can we try it? And she just didn't trust it. She was just like, no. How do you know it's it does it works? How do you know you don't see anything? I see the tape. I see it recorded. <laughs> She's got a point. And yeah. uh, hard drives would end up confusing all of us for years. For uh, we years. Fi- I'm finally just wrapping my head around how so the digital uh, storage works. <laughs> yeah. So uh, she had a point. She had a point. And so I would just be there. I watched everything live. Like for me, Grey's Anatomy, I think, was the first like appointment television that I was like, this is changing my life. This is my life. I basically felt as though I was Meredith watching that show. 
I watched a lot of Grays. Uh, my Tiff and I, my wife, we watched a shit yeah. ton of Grays. Like I still like week, watch like, it. Like lot. I mean, I I had given up on it, and like it was one of those shows I couldn't believe. Ten years later, it was still on, and now another five years have passed since yeah, that it's, crazy blown away. Moment. It's honestly the longest relationship in my life. Uh, I think at this point, Dr. Richard Weber has been a father in my life longer than my father was a father in my life. <laughs> like, I knew that I had a- Sorry, like, Pops, <laughs> got lapped by TV dad again. Hey, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. <laughs> it ain't hard, it turns out. <laughs> like, I knew I had an issue and an obsession with TV because there's the episode of Grey's Anatomy where Bert gets shot in the parking lot. And I just started screaming and crying. And my mom was like, you cried for like two days. And finally, I was like, you need to see a therapist because that is just a TV show. (laughs) And I was just like, mom, you don't understand. Like, this is wild. I hope he's okay. I would like pray between seasons during hiatus, like let the cast and crew of Grey's Anatomy be safe this summer so that they may come back. (laughs) Holy shit. I mean, that's fucking I, I, I get that, though. I was like. That I, uh, the first show I remember being like attached to and then watching live and never missing was weirdly enough lost. But when I was a PA oh. at VH1, I started on Best Week Ever. It was like my third job at VH1. I jumped to Best Week Ever, and everyone there was obsessed with this show called Lost, which I had not seen yet. Yeah. It was in its second season or late in its first season. They were like, you have to catch up. It's all we talk about. And I was like, I'll be okay. And then it was like, this is my no. first real office job. They're ta- And I'm like, okay, I'll catch yeah. up. And now back then, if you worked at VH1, at Best Week Ever, we were taping all the shows onto giant fucking uh beta cartridges so i ordered the <laughs> i was beta- gonna jokingly say beta cartridge <laughs> no, and then no. you said it for real <laughs> no i watched uh like 40 episodes of lost on beta at my desk at work while working on other stuff to catch up to everyone and then started watching lost live and then uh, yeah my wife happened to work at amc and work on Breaking Bad and Mad Men. And this was before I like was curious about what new TV shows were coming out. But I we jumped on those from the first yeah. airing. Oh, and, yeah. And Mad I'm like Men. proud of that. Yeah. I'm proud yeah. that I watched every single fucking episode live from the jump. Yeah, I mean, like, I think probably break, sometimes yeah, me, DVR'd it. But yes, mostly live. Yeah, for me, Mad Men and Breaking Bad did those live. And I worked in advertising my first job out of college. And I was at your like tradition, Starcom, this very traditional agency, Leo Burnett, which is like one of the, they base Mad Men on a bit. I went to work at Ogilvy and at all these like agencies, all these like loser middle-aged dudes, when Mad Men came out, they were like, this is my life. We are basically Mad Men yeah, here. And they're wearing like, like a tucked in <laughs> polo to jeans and they're yeah, like, and they I'm have, practically like, Don Draper. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I it's had like, a boss who had a like bar in his like office, but it had like Michelob lights. Yeah, it was like a mini. Fireball. Yeah, it was like a Bud Light mini fridge. That would be like, yeah. <laughs> you're like and he'd not like, the same, get, Pops. <laughs> yeah, not the same. This is not cool. But you couldn't not know Mad Men. Like, like the first day at Ogilvy, you watched an episode of Mad Men, the carousel one, of course, like where he brings everyone to tears. Right, right. With oh, great Chris. fucking episode. Amazing. So, <laughs> and I mean, that show is why I went into advertising. I watched it and I was like, I, I thought if these people can drink this much and do this job, it can't be hard. Like, I, I thought I can do this. It seems like an easy way to make a lot of money. And it is. That's interesting. I didn't need Mad Men for that because growing up, every adult I knew was an alcoholic who held down a job. So I, I was like, oh, you could be this guy who is like a maniac that they call Mad Dog when he's wasted is a fireman. OK, like, all right, let's go. You can really do anything. I was like, dare, dare to dream. I'm going to live yeah. my best life. You could be. See, that's important representation right there. Yeah. My family really hit the function. You know, it's just like too middle class, too blue collar not to be a functioning alcohol. Like you yeah. can. No one's going to say anything if you are screaming at your kids in public wasted all the time as long as you do not miss a day of work nobody yeah. gives a shit you got a job you got a car yeah. you're taking care of things yeah the no kids question. have insurance good union insurance you you can sc- you can scream at them at disney don't worry about it <laughs> uh uh wait yeah. so one thing we haven't 
one thing we haven't talked about in the like nine minutes we've been talking. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. the one thing we haven't touched on. You can tell that we'd be hitting shout out. Uh, yeah, we, we are both smoking. Yes. Uh, I think people even just know that based on, I think yeah. people are going to get a contact eye from listening to an episode. If you can them. tell from me moving the mic and coughing in the distance <laughs> multiple times already. If you can tell from me being still out of breath from my screaming <laughs> intro, then you know the reason why. I haven't even started losing what I was talking about yet, but that's coming <laughs> pretty pretty soon uh so yes that's the topic i was gonna say it's like weed and tv really go together well yeah oh yeah it's like it's i mean i love weed and movies but we're talking weed, weed and, and TV. tv i feel like is a whole other journey because first i mean television every episode takes you to a new place a new moment it's a new opportunity in a story like a chapter in a book it's so beautiful. And then you put Why am I on. crying, Because <laughs> TV's that wonderful. You're TV. 100% right. It fucking rules. You know, and the TV, TV was my really... babysitter. Like, of course, like, I, I oh, hosted yeah. a podcast called on uh, Earwolf, your network that your show's on. I hosted oh, yeah. a podcast called Raised by TV, truly based yes. on the fact that I was a latchkey kid whose blue-collar alcoholic parents were never around, so I was watching fucking TV all the yeah. time. It's my, my entire all, That upbringing. was all I had. My mom was like... I don't even understand why you love TV so much. And she used to go work all weekend. Right. And I would just sit in front of like Comedy Central watching old Saturday Night Live episodes by myself. Yeah, It she- wasn't until I was like 14 that I learned that other people's parents were home on the weekends with them. Yeah. Like I went I, once I started hanging out with like friends and like my mom would let me go do stuff like without her having to drop me off because she was working. Yeah. I'd go to my friend's house and I'm like. Your dad's home too? Like, <laughs> you know, some of my friends, despite being like in the blue collar neighborhood, some of my friends had like a uh, homemaker mom. But I'd huh. be like, Your dad is here this weekend? And he's like, Yeah, my dad's home every home weekend. Home all the weekends. Yeah, I'm, had... like, <laughs> I'm like, With you? That's crazy. <laughs> like, what, what, I see my what... dad at breakfast and that's it. <laughs> and then sometimes maybe at night, but then I'm, I shouldn't be up. <laughs> like... No, yeah, my dad got home from work at midnight. We had to pretend like we were sleeping for a couple yeah. of different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would just, I remember going to a friend's house, though, and being like, when are your parents leaving? This is so awkward. <laughs> like, when when do they get out of here so we can have fun? What are you, like, what do you, this is just your life? Oh, your parents must work nights. They don't leave until, like, seven? No, my parents yeah. aren't off They third shift? They third shift? Yeah, they third snow. shift? Oh, my mom was out for a bit, but she went when she went back to two to 11s, it got much better at the house. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just third shift is it's just not tenable. I'm just saying, if you're no, out there, it's hard. It's, it's hard. Not. My brother did it for a few years. It like fucked him up, like uh, uh, circadian wise. Yeah, what am I talking about, <laughs> circadian wise? Yes, speak on that, Mr. Gabris. <laughs> please, uh, articulate. <laughs> please, more, more. <laughs> please ex- explain what the fuck you're talking about there, tough guy. Uh, no, but you were saying t- TV is like it. It teleports you, and then. There's something crazy if you have like three shows that all have new episodes out uh, and you ha- you ha- in the span of a movie, you yeah. dip into three different pools of three different temperatures yeah, just for your three, brain. Yeah, three different stories, opportunity. It's, it's exciting. And I think, uh, I think today, most of the time when people watch TV, they're doing other things. I, and I do this too. I, I watch a show and I am on my phone probably most of the time. <laughs> Oh, see, Unless I have I'm some, I have some, about it. Yeah. You know, I have some I shows have where I've rules. I'm oh, allowed yeah, to look yeah, at like, my phone during some of my shows. Yeah. 90 Day Fiance, I'm going to look at my phone the first yeah. watch. But I also watch all those episodes three times because <laughs> I have to write about it and I'm crazy. When and... I watch Bosch, I watch. I have my phone in my hand. <laughs> and I like Bosch. But that's yeah. my – Bosch is my 90 Day. Like to, to, uh, to jump back to something we were talking about earlier, yeah. my bad TV is like bad c- crime shows, bad – I like dad TV. That's what I like. If I'm being honest, I like Terminal List. I like fucking okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. I like Jack Ryan. I like Bosch. I like Banshee. I like Warrior. I like you're, like you're Justified. Yes, yes, that, exactly. That I, I just like, like yeah. dad TV. So anything dad's like, that's my. And then I will watch even the Shield bad dad Terriers. TV. Oh, Shield fucking rolled. Still haven't watched Terriers. I got to put that down. Oh, big Terriers. Donald Logue fan over here too. Oh, if you love him, you're gonna love that show. It deserves more. But it, I know, it, that's it, what it a got lot of screwed say. over by a bad name. A lot of shows, they have a bad name. They don't get the attention they deserve. No. no I'm going to ter- shout out to your friend, Happy Endings. No one wanted it. No. Not with, not with that name. No. One of the best comedies ever. But then you call it Happy Endings. And people are like, yikes, what is this show? Yeah, I can't have no. my daughter watching Happy Endings next to you. Know, she's no tugging some guy off at Foxborough <laughs> Stadium. 
I ain't what? have that on my TiVo. <laughs> Yo, who put this on my TiVo? Uh, and and then also TV is 21-minute bursts if you're watching it, or 22-minute bursts if you're watching without yeah. commercials. That for uh, big time for like uh, heavy tolerance heads, that's like uh, – like a, a full that's, session, you know. You're yeah, like that's rips. Full, okay, yeah. what are we oh. what are we ripping before this episode? Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> this is gonna be the bowl we smoke during this. Yeah, right. and, and I, I honestly, I'm old school TV. I like, I was raised by it, so I'm used to commercial breaks. I like a commercial break. I don't hate time. commercials anymore. Yeah. it's like a nice treat every once in a while to watch something on freebie. Exactly, <laughs> like I Bosch would... Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this is not an ad for Bosch. This is an ad for TV. I say and high and mighty. Okay, that's it. That's it. Don't watch what Bosch. Watch our. Watch my show. Watch 101 Places to Party. Yeah, watch that show. Please, at least watch that show. Yeah, oh, it's so good. It's, oh, thank you from a fucking gonna, TV critic. That feels good. It, it is, and good. we're gonna have a chance to talk about it yeah. on my show at some Hell point. Yeah. But <laughs> we got to reciprocate that shit, dog. I love it. It's. I just. I prefer actually these days like traditional broadcast commercials over streaming commercials. You watch Hulu, you get the same ad 20 times in a row. It's miserable. I miss the old days. Just give me actual broadcast commercials. Just get, I love it. Let's go. I don't care. I, it gives I, me time dude, to roll I watched joint, Fringe. You know? I watched all of Fringe on Hulu. And uh, I had three ads per episode, <laughs> maybe 40, yep. 50 episodes. All the same mayonnaise commercial because I watch it in like a month. So I heard like this mayonnaise. I honestly like have repressed it. Like I don't remember the premise. Oh, the other thing is when you watch some of these commercials that you get every single time on some dumb channel when you're yeah. watching Bosch Legacy and then your friend is in the ad, like not oh, to name yeah. drop, but Manzukis I mean, was like the voice of yeah. some recent Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Yeah. And I'm watching the show and every time it cuts to an ad, it's like cold foam. That's it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, this is, I got to hear it 40. And then I'm like, also listening to how did this get made? I'm like, Jason, get the fuck out of my yeah, head. Like, I, don't, I don't want this. Come on. It's <laughs> yeah. too much. It's too much. Yeah, I like I miss also seeing the commercials of the time of like the, the contemporary commercials feels almost oh, yeah. like like you're like uh, anthropological in a way. Like yeah. you can see what what commercials are airing in this block. And you're like, what the fuck is what does America need or yeah. want right now? You know, you go to the heartland. It's like you plug in. Yeah, what are yeah. people into? What are what are the, what is the messaging out here? That's what I'm always saying. We got commercials. Right, More commercials than the are, great American uh, yeah. novel, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true worked in advertising after college. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know you're. I know you're Peggy. I know you're Peggy. I kind of was like I was like a black Peggy. Uh, I was like the, f I was new. We had just built like a digital audio department at, at Spark, the agency I worked at. And it was just me and this one other dude who was like older, had been in advertising for years. He was very grizzled. <laughs> he was the one who had the, the like Budweiser fridge and thought he was Don Draper. And, <laughs> and I like was the one person who worked. And I was like, I'm telling you, we got to get into podcast ads. And they're just like, no, nobody's going to get into that. We got to stick with radio. And I'm just like, I'm telling you. And you're like, fine, I will get into it in a very roundabout way by yeah. eventually having a podcast where I read. That's where the money is. You know, Fuck right. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Now they pitch my old boss ads in my podcast. Boom. Yeah! There it is. There I it is. love <laughs> that shit. I love that shit. It, it felt very Peggy to me. I was like, yeah. yeah. I got requested as talent on a show that someone I worked with on Best Week Ever was uh, producing, and we hated each other on Best Week Ever. So <laughs> to me, that was like my mini victory that I was showing up as talent. I was a PA, See, oh, and yeah. he was a dick to me. And then and I came around, now I'm talent, talent, sitting across the room. I'm like, go ahead. Uh -huh. Ask me yeah. some dumb questions. I can't even say anymore because then people know what show. Oh, yeah, I was all, I'll piece it together. I'll, I'll text you as soon as we're done. Please. If not <laughs> during. <laughs> I might forget that we're talking and just DM you the answer right now. And I'll just be like, oh, my gosh, I just got And then you read it out loud. What is this DM yeah. about? And you say, like, the guy's name. Yeah, I'm like, oh, hey, this guy who's a total dick. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, the weed's not working. <laughs> Stitch Fix Baby. Okay, I hate shopping for clothes. I hate going to stores. I hate trying stuff on. It's all stressful. But for me, I found out Stitch Fix 
kind of works for me. It's easy and fun to get started. You just fill out your style profile, something I never even really thought about it myself. But then Stitch Fix's expert stylists go to work. They find items for you based on your size, style, and budget. And if you're a big person like me, um, they got they got your back. I'm telling you. Uh, they send you five pieces to try on at home. You keep what you love, and you send back what you don't. And there's no subscription required. I do believe you can uh, set up for automatic deliveries, but you, or you could just try it once, or you could do it piecemeal. I know a lot of people. Um, a lot of people do this for work. We're returning to the offices or jobs. Maybe you need to bolster your fashion, bolster your wardrobe. Hit up Stitch Fix. As a matter of fact, sign up today at stitchfix.com slash mighty to get $20 off your first purchase. That's stitchfix.com slash mighty to get $20 off your first purchase. Limited time offer purchase within two days of sign up. So do you have shows that you're like, Actually, I can't get too high for this one because it's a little complex or Ooh. like I got to work. I got to write about this one. So I, I don't want to be blasted because I, yeah. I can't get too high when I take notes on the Action Boys movies or I can't get like so, so, some shows like Nathan Fielder, I, the rehearsal I absolutely love and I do smoke weed before, but I don't want to be too blasted because I get a little anxious from that show. Yeah, the show, same, the show upsets and it f- bugs Tiff out a little and then that stresses me out. And then next thing you know, we're kind of both like, we just watch, we can watch something else, right? We can watch something like, I can't, I can't yeah, handle this. I, I couldn't handle like, that. He makes me just so nervous and anxious that I can't also be high. It was the same for the bear that came out on Hulu about the mm. chefs in the restaurant i i worked back of house in Loved the kitchen it. i i got if I, I tried to smoke during it and i got panic attacks almost watching tickets come out of the thing getting triggered to my kitchen oh. days uh so i i just i had to stop smoking i was a bartender at restaurants and shit that shit stressed me that fucking we we paused it to smoke during that fucking like uh crazy oh, one shot episode, episode because we yeah, were, I, I was like i was like i need yeah. a breath like a literal breath and then it was like let's yeah. fill that breath with thc for the sake oh, of like yeah i needed to i was like i needed a cigarette like i had just been fucked you know what yeah, i mean i, I was, was like, like i just need to smoke something right now. i felt like i, I had just gross. worked a lunch rush in river north where i worked i it was it was very realistic <laughs> and that one oof. uh also severance I, Severance, I I could not smoke weed during. <laughs> Dude, we haven't watched that yet, but funny you say that because we were like, uh, been recommended it like crazy. Uh, it's our incredible. Friends Adam, uh, Pally. Yeah, and Pally, they both love it. And we were like, okay, let's do it. We smoked a fat one. We're like, let's, it's going to be like a, you know, cerebral show. The opening sequence no. bugged us out so much that Tiffany was like, <laughs> I don't know if I can even do this show at all. And I was like, well, let's try it again yeah. a different headspace. But it, it, we had to show it. It moves off. so slow. Like the first three to four episodes are so slow because it's laying so much groundwork that like when you're stoned, you're just like, Oh my gosh, a bad thing is going to happen every single second. <laughs> right. A bad thing, a bad it thing. It feels like the foreboding, the suspense. Oh, that's brutal. Uh, yeah. I find sometimes if I'm too high too, I'll go like, shit, I'm missing something. What? I don't understand exactly why. And then you realize like, no, that's a part of the narrative structure is like no one, yeah. no, no one watching this, no matter how high knows who the killer is. So it's okay that you don't. Yeah, no one yeah, else. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, Sometimes I'll be I'm like, confused. I don't get I'm what's supposed going on. to be confused. <laughs> yeah. I will sit there just going like, like, uh, hey, Google, rewind five minutes. Hey, Google, rewind five minutes. <laughs> Bro, that is how you know you're a stoner. I can, like, blindly find my little Apple TV remote and hit back 15 seconds like a fucking ninja because I'm like, oh. okay, I was blind. And then you always jump back and you didn't miss anything and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, you go back and you're like, oh, no, it was exactly what I thought Yeah. Or Oh, here's another. So, sometimes you're like, who the fuck is Tino? And then, like, a, yeah. A second later, a character's like, Tino, the drug dealer who's been chasing you. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> right. I just wait a second. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like the TV show's going to tell me because right. that's what they right. do. I'm, you're not that lost. The show is just, you're just panicking that you yeah, are you're lost. Just, <laughs> that you think you are because you're watching a show stone and you probably just watched like seven episodes in a Dude. row and you're like, oh, hold on. Wait a second. Except I will say there are Netflix shows that I just kind of let wash over me, like Selling Sunset. 
uh, Love is Blind. Yeah. I'm not rewinding. Like if I'm no, just no. those are no big up. deal. You'll yeah, that's it. like my somebody feed Phil, my Tucci, my food, my food and travel <laughs> shit. I'll run up, turn the volume up while I go grab more stuff from the kitchen. Like I, I don't. We don't need to pause oh, yeah. those. Like that's and, and yeah, yeah. again, I say this as a host of a travel show. This is background <laughs> bullshit. Throw it on. Leave it on. <laughs> Full time. Every house you go yeah. in, please. Every house you go into, turn it on. Let it play. Whole season. Yeah, buy it on Amazon for their fucking food against their will. Yeah, yeah. Non-consensually purchase it on their machines, please. I will reimburse you. Yeah, give it five stars. There you go. Uh, but uh, travel shows, that those are the ones I could sit down. I, I love uh, animal yeah. shows. Like th- th- I know those are cliche, but like nature shows really do work. And And- Big outdoors. Yeah, I love getting stoned stuff. in nature yeah, show. Fuck, yeah, dude. anything yeah. that's like. Did you watch the travel show with Zac Efron? That yes. Was on Netflix. I I wa- oh I love that I one. wanted to really like it, and it was kind of funny. Like, like he was, like he was authentically himself. I think. Like I don't think he yeah, was being phony at he all. So, but he was like, no, he's like he so was like, so shocked by so everything. Shocked. He came across as so sweet, dumb, and naive. But yeah, it made oh, me it like him more in a weird way. Yeah, I'm exactly. like, oh, of course, he's a fucking baby. He's like beautiful baby. baby. He's like, yeah, he he grew up in a Disney lab, and now he's seeing the world, and it's so like when they brought him the like Fuji Fiji water, and he was just like, really. It's from it's from right there, and he almost is crying over this fresh water. <laughs> and you're like, he's just he has such a pure soul. When they made him the eggs in Iceland, and he's like, this is the most special breakfast anyone. And ever isn't made. he also like allergic to eggs or something after he eats them? Right, yeah. like I forget. There's something where he's like, yeah, no, There's I haven't had dairy they... in like six years or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he was like, you know, I was keto, so I actually didn't do bread and all this kind of stuff. But like, it, when they make it for you like yeah, this right. in the middle of in, in the lava, you have to do it. <laughs> Man, that's like my entire like I I can't get enough. So there are certain genres of I need a name for this, and maybe you have one, Ashley. Uh, I need a name for there are certain genres of movies and genre, genres of I keep saying genre and genres of TV shows that they get a blanket watch from me. And I and like there's just a name for like no matter what level of bad this is, yeah. I will always watch a journalism thriller. Like no matter oh. like how bad it is, yeah. it doesn't matter if people are going like, "Are you seriously going to put that on right now?" I'm like, "I yeah. have to." It's a journalism thriller. I, yeah, like, you yeah. have got to understand this I is my genre. Shit. Oh man, what? We, oh, I got to come up. Yeah, we got to come up with, with a name. There's got to be a name for that where it's just like it's a given that I'm I'm got, like, oh, Gamers yeah. is definitely watching this. Like anything that's yeah. like uh, for TV, anything that's like spy intrigue um tradecraft shit like slow horses that apple tv series oh my gary oldman was so fucking good and i literally don't didn't know anything about it just watched it because it was like from the guy who wrote uh, tinker taylor soldier spy i was like click yes click yes yeah yeah that did not pull me in Um, it got me and it is arguably boring yeah that's (laughs) not my that's not my genre of choice i'm like yeah. something like drug of choice like uh yeah for me there, oh there's something yeah for me it's embarrassing because i my friends know that i love family sitcoms any family sitcom i will watch it not just watch every season i still watch the goldbergs holy shit which, i will yes, it's still airing in it's 12th season i'm in it i'm still in it. i will cop to have watched like watching the first like seven seasons of goldbergs I, here's the thing it was an incredible family sitcom in its prime I agree. And I also think uh, I can get like I miss that like longevity TV of my youth. So I find that I will stick with something a couple of years after I even like it anymore. Uh, Yeah. I I watch Grey's Anatomy. Like I I I wish I could quit you. Uh, (laughs) I I find myself uh, like I watched all of Modern Family alone. Like new new episodes yeah. after my wife would fall asleep, I'd watch Modern Family. And then here's the kicker: I found out what I liked about it. Anytime Luke and Phil, uh, the father and son, like yeah, connected, yeah. they always like connected in the third act and like a wow, you're really becoming a man, or I'm proud of you way. And yeah. every time I'd be like hysterical, stoned as fuck, hysterical, <laughs> crying, and I'd be like, 
holy That's shit. So like, I'm just like, I'm a kid with a dead dad who's fucking uh, desperate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, my dad, my dad is dead. That's why the Richard Weber thing, not because he sucked. It was because right. he died. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, yeah. She, it turns out your dad can suck and they still die. Also. And can so. still die also. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think there's something, it feels, it feel, I don't know, it feels like family. And in modern, I loved modern family. I liked it because I liked watching Alex, like the nerdy middle child, like, you know, bring her walls down and soften up and you know and be rewritten to like our like to write in her large breasts they're like okay i don't think she could be like a 14 year old nerd anymore yeah she has to grow up fast like yeah they're kind of forced to reckon with this yeah and like luke in between seasons he came back and he was like yoked he like went to like marvel training camp or some shit yeah back and he had like a six pack and they like did a small bit about it and they tried to make a whole thing where someone had liked him and had a crush and tried to make it sexy and i was like i just i can't no no that they do that and that that movie that show features julie bowen uh who i love i've loved since happy gilmore yeah one of the best comedic actresses. She deserved every single award she got. She was so good on that show. And she was so, she was so well written. Me and my wife used to watch it. And we used to think that we were, uh, uh, those two because like, he's like the goofy dreamer and she's kind of like the tough, like I get everything done. But the more we watched it, we started to realize, like, unfortunately, we are Cam and Mitch. <laughs> like, I'm Cam and she's Mitch. And They're it's like, holy couple. shit. Yeah. And then Cam it's and like. Mitch are the best couple. They really are. Like, that that show really works on me. Like, I feel like yeah. they were my fan. Like, and. Uh, Cam and Mitch, oh my, every single thing with Cam and the football team, oh. anything with him and the farm. And the clowning, like any, like. Oh, Cam, the clowning, oh. His, like, ener- like you could always tell Cam was always going to be offended, like, or upset, like, and it was so funny, yeah. the stuff that offended him. Like, he was, like, so butch, and then, like, the things that would just get him. How dare you, Mitchell? You know, yeah. it's like I always got that shit always worked on me. And just really clever wordplay. Well-written show. It well got to be show. a little like um, I forget what the word is for this. And and like some of my favorite shows, there is they just yeah. the characters end up being like too crystallized by the end where it's like, yeah, and it's everyone just, enter in a room and say your characters, game. say your character, just do it. And yeah, when I was taking uh, writing classes, TV writing classes, they all would have you write a modern family spec script because the characters were so defined. Right. That it, and also it teaches you how to balance like an ABC plot with a gigantic cast and to learn different voices. Right. And it, it's that, that kind of show. That's how well yeah, it's like it was, himbo but... child, old rich yeah. white guy with <laughs> old, rich, y- white guy. Uh, young Latina hottie wife. Uh, but yeah, I love that they had like uh, they had a fucking they gave Al Bundy another kid eventually. <laughs> like that's fucking yeah. also Al and Bundy was a dad, really good child actor, great child actor. Uh, all so the kids, good. Manny, of course, was fantastic. Oh, Manny's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> all the kids on that show were. I think that was part of the strength of the show because kids age in a weird way too it's yeah. hard like i think it's goldberg hard, yeah. suffered from that main goldberg's kid. definitely suffered the main kid he just you it, know because they wrote his character as too cute yeah, and he was and so too like, and then like didn't work when he like Nerdy, developed. and then yeah. yeah when he they tried to put him in relationships it was like and uh, no he still like kisses his mom too much and it's his voice cracks it. and stuff it's like yeah he, yeah he started to not look uh, like the way the character was written, fresh off the boat had a hard time with their main character uh, it would have been single parents. I think single parents is the show. That Which one had was the, that? Remind me. I can't uh, believe very, it. Very, very short lived show on ABC that had two seasons. It had uh, Taryn Killam from oh, SNL. Oh, my buddy and... Jake Joy was one. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 uh, yes. Who was yes. amazing in it. And it it only got two seasons, but it had the best cast of child actors I've ever seen on TV. And you could just really tell they had found kids who got these parts, got the voices, and could grow into them. That's awesome. Yep. Unfortunately, <laughs> no. Got unfortunately yeah. no. It got canceled. But I would yeah. love for nothing more than for it to have five seasons and you go like you should catch up and be like that's like the perfect like I'm in a hotel. Yeah, uh, I got just my vape pen. Let me throw on my iPad. Yep. I'll Let watch me throw this on. Episodes. It's on Hulu. And, yeah, uh, exactly. I still watch the two seasons. It, it, it is so funny. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I will. I will. And I think Blackish, Blackish, those kids grew into it pretty well. They were good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, and I think, but you know, they say black don't crack. So. <laughs> right. I mean, 
<laughs> they're all still on in high school. It's like we could punt we could punt Gronish another ten years. So these kids look Honestly, everyone they, looks young. <laughs> I think they are going to make Gronish run for another two years, like ten years. I mean Lawrence Fishburne can play like, Lawrence Fishburne could act until for another forty years and yeah. he's playing the like the great grandpa on the show at this point. Yeah, they they're supposed to make an oldish spin-off, I heard. Oh, so, he's with the, him and the with the grandma. That's awesome. Fucking good. I'd watch it. it. I watched yeah. a lot. Blackish was a show I stuck with for like five seasons too, where I was just. I like, watched it all. Uh, I reviewed it for a while for the AV Club, uh, so that was one in, that was interesting because I usually like to get incredibly stoned when I watch family sitcoms because you know you don't have to. There's a rhythm, you know how it's going to go. Uh, but then I was writing about it, so I would have to pay attention. <laughs> uh, there's some. I said something a little earlier. It's like there's a rhythm to it, so it's easy. But also, yeah. I find being super high makes me more emotional too. Like it makes oh, me laugh yeah. easier, obviously. Like obviously. everyone says, but, the, but it also makes me cry. Oh. It makes me cry. The shows I cry. Am I? I don't cry much. Like my friends will be sitting and they look at me and they're just like, "Really." You're crying because of an episode of King of the Hill. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I'm like, yeah. Watching Love on a Spectrum, just like weeping oh, through weeping every that, fucking yeah. episode. Like, I'm just so uh, happy yeah. for these strangers. You know, I, like, queers, uh, queer eye. Oh, I queer eye used to fuck. That used to be like the premise. It'd be like, you yeah. know, like I, my life is hell, and you guys saved and, me. Yeah. And I'd be you like, you came in. When they're like, I finally figured out how to talk to my wife in a real way. I was just like, oh. I know. It's always some dude who's like, yeah. I, I brush my teeth with rubber and I <laughs> and I hate everyone I work with. And it's like, now they're all hugging at the end and I'm fucking yeah. bawling. Bawling. And, and he's just like, I don't brush my teeth with rubber anymore. They showed <laughs> me that I, I'm worth more than that. <laughs> I guess gay people are okay in okay. my book. You know, like, all right. Yeah, and then thank they you get for canceled. getting just okay. <laughs> then they get canceled two months later on the internet because people are like, oh, they definitely voted for Trump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We found, we, wait till you see. <laughs> wait, till, wait till you find out what that person's doing now with their newly converted man yeah. cave. <laughs> Uh, and they're Grey's hosting Anatomy, Proud Boy meetings. <laughs> yeah, Grey's Anatomy still makes me cry. It, they, it, they still have some solid writing. Twenty three seasons in, dude. How long ago was fucking Denny? Like I remember I, that oh, still burned Denny, into that, my head. Yeah. That's like I, fifteen years ago. I still hear that ago, Snow right? Patrol song, and I will get teary eyed. Uh, Fuck, chasing dude. cars. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's. I, I remember it. that like it was like true like it's funny I these was in big high TV school moments. when that happened yeah so that it would have been like 2006 or 7 something yeah yeah so that makes sense because we watched it in college and uh, I started watching it with my now wife when she was just the hot girl I was friends with that had a boyfriend <laughs> uh, so <laughs> thank you McSteamy and McDreamy <laughs> I feel like the last season I watched is when the hunky redheaded ex-military uh, Owen Dr. Dr. Stone Owen or yeah, whatever Owen yeah. when Owen he showed sucks <laughs> when he showed up uh, I I was like that's that was like the last season I watched a show and then I didn't even realize yeah. that fucking what's her name from like the first eight seasons was also uh what's their name che from uh oh yeah from, uh, and just uh, like that from and just like that yeah yeah i oh, didn't yeah. even put i didn't even put that together until like the fourth episode tiffany goes you know that's was her was their name uh, kelly uh, on uh, the no no kelly it was kelly i'm so close kelly ramirez yes played by sarah ramirez yes 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 uh and that's why i love che yeah i i love che too i was like this is i know so many annoying assholes like this i felt as though they based some of che on me i i was like wow a stoner comedian you know come on it just a lot of it, I felt as though someone was like looking at my tweets and they were like, how do we make someone just so annoying <laughs> who does comedy and would say something like, oh, what is the one line she says or they say about like the when when what is the character they're sleeping with? Oh, Miranda. Miranda. Yeah. yeah. And when Miranda's like, I've never smoked pot and Che is like. You know I have so much of the weed on me. Oh yes! <laughs> like there's just all these little lines where like you're like that's not how people. I know <laughs> it was so funny. Like th- 
Like you're like, hey, we're we're gonna connect with the children. We wrote yeah. a non-binary, non-binary tough, character, a, a non-binary stoner, tough comedian for uh, you all to enjoy. And we yeah. are gonna just be enough yeah. off the entire time that time you, where they make like, them hey. barely able to like them. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, well, you know, I smoke so much of the weed, Miranda. <laughs> yeah, right. And then there's a part where they that's why I fingered you in your house. I- <laughs> They just pull a bowl out in an elevator and hit it. And I'm like, what? you don't have a vape? You don't have a what? Yeah, I know. And then also, like, even the most brazen of my stoner friends, we're still like, you know, that's like, that's not, that's aggressive to smoke in an elevator. Even to vape yeah, in an elevator. To vape if in it's, an if, there are, if there are strangers in there is rude. Like, and yeah. like, I'm like, you can wait two minutes. <laughs> like, you yeah. rip a pole in the hallway is less rude than this. Yeah. yeah. Also, in the context of the scene, like, they only got in the elevator to say something to Carrie and then they got right off. <laughs> right. And I was like, <laughs> like, why did you? <laughs> but again, that was one of those shows I did enjoy watching Stoned. I loved, I loved watching, that, watching that show Stoned. Oh. And I, I, uh, I have seen every episode of Sex and the City multiple times. My wife and I have watched it through. So I only times. watched it for the first time the first year of the pandemic. I had never seen it. And then I was on that podcast, Sex and the City 3, where comedians like make up their own plot to the movie that wasn't made. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. And I was like, well, if I'm going to do this, I may as well watch all of it and the movies. And I just binged it all in about two weeks. Jesus. Which I wouldn't I mean- recommend to anyone. Don't. <laughs> If you're gonna do a sh- like, if you're gonna watch an entire show in a week or two, I highly recommend it being an HBO half hour. There's so yeah. like I watch I watch five seasons of Veep, and you could do that in like two days. Yeah, it's like it's, so it's like a season of an HBO show is only like th- three episodes is like an hour and change, and they only make ten episodes. It's literally like a four hour brick, and you could just blow through a season. And even like. The hour longs, it's like I uh, rewatching The Sopranos with Tiff over the pandemic fucking ruled. Like it's like yeah. a brick hour, you know what I mean? And they never do yeah. more than ten. So it's like when you watch some of these other shows and you're like, okay, it's episode uh, one of seventy seven. <laughs> Let's that dig is, in yeah. here. <laughs> Let's go. But oh, I love it. I the HBO knows what they're doing timing wise, and I knocked that one out. Just and then when the, that's when the reboot got announced, and I was like, "Thank God I did it, because now I'm ready." I'm just and the ready. reboot. The reboot was really fun. It was like bad was and good. I can't explain. Yeah, I mean, it weirdly because in hindsight, I never thought Sex in the City was bad and good until I like grew up and like lived in the city, and I was like, "This is kind of corny," and but I still enjoyed it, and so I had never. But I, when I first watched the show, I was just like, this is a good show that's kind of horny. And so yeah. I'm in. I'm like 15, so it's perfect. But then uh, when the, when the – and just like that came around, I was like, this is how I feel about the original series now. And now I have this – so they almost like yeah. it feel, it did feel a little bit like they knew, right? Like that they were like, yeah. you could hate watch this. And we're fine yeah. with that. And that is – like I, one of the writers on the show, uh, Samantha Irby, who's amazing, hilarious, wrote tons of books that i love uh she did an interview where she was like come on, come on you know that we know people don't say they smoke the weed like we, right yeah that someone clearly, would have said something between the dps yeah. the griffs like someone would have like spoken some, someone smoked pot on set and would have corrected it it's on purpose <laughs> you know we're making fun of the show a bit they're making fun like, of che okay. in a way too yeah like they are the corny Stoner is my personality type people. You know oh, what I mean? absolutely. That aren't like, yeah. and, not us and cool kids. Who, not us you know, cool kids who are, yeah. uh, other people label us that way. Yeah, other people. Not myself. Know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is, there's a, th- it's funny when we're at that weed event, you get reminded of like, okay, just because we both smoke weed doesn't mean we really should talk. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. so it's like, we, ew, that is Sipes not a reason to be friends. Sipes <laughs> taught me that where you're like, shit, I really want to smoke weed. But the people in this scythe are just not people I can handle talking to for 20 minutes. So I'm just. And then eventually the proliferation of like uh, recreational weed and pre-rolls. You're like, not going to talk to you at all. And just blow past them. Like, I don't have to be trapped outside a party with the four worst people there just because we all smoke weed. Yeah. Yeah. And now with COVID, it's like, oh, there's a whole separate section. Oh, we shouldn't even be trying to smoke by each other. Right. I love I love the. 
uh, I got these like little joints called selfies that I bring to parties now. Oh, and it's just yeah, like love those. you get five people in a circle. It's like here, like let's all just take a couple of hits of yeah. our own. Yeah, I always have my own weed on me. So if people Same. are like, I'm like, I don't care. We don't have to share. Um, uh, you know that. Yeah, like my I tears always, of television. I have, a, I have tears of friends where I'm like, we have to hang yeah. out a few more times before we. I'm ripping. Before joints I really you. smoke you up and like share with you. Before I'm like. You know, putting a blunt in my mouth that you just like, you know, licked. soaked yeah. with yeah. licked. <laughs> like, <laughs> but pre 2019, I, oh. one time I was smoking weed behind UCB after a show, UCB Sunset, and it's fucking oh. w- weird vibes back there. It's like yeah. just a dumpster. It's like a fighting pit and a dumpster. <laughs> I was smoking weed back there with some uh, comedians, and a dude on a motorcycle said, Is that Sativa? Or it? Like a guy who we didn't know was on a motorcycle parked there. And he's like, Is that Sativa or Indica? I'm like, Sativa. He's like, can I get a hit? And I was like, yeah, sure. Total stranger on a motorcycle. He takes yep. it, takes like three fucking hard puffs, passes it to me. He goes, thanks a lot, man. Puts his helmet on, vroom, vroom, exhales, <laughs> and then drives away uh, out of the parking lot. I'm like, smoke. should I have not given that guy weed? I just realized he was on a revving was motorcycle. Driving. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was. I feel like he knew what he was doing because that yeah, sounds I so felt cool. Like, yeah. He like I feel like I'm glad it wasn't in Indica. Like he would yeah. have been like, actually, I can't have that. I can't do that. I can't handle that. But I used to go to concerts and just I'd light a joint and then hand it around and then it would come back to me and I'd just smoke it again. Like, dude, oh, I took a joint off a guy at an Arcade Fire concert once and I took a hit of it like a stranger and he was like, yeah. "Careful, man, that one's got that cheese in it." And I was like, "What is cheese?" <laughs> And I immediately got so the highest I've ever been. And I was like, cheese is in yeah. hindsight, like PCP or yep, something. PCP, I DMT. Was, yeah, I was like, Hurr! and like David Bowie came out and I was just like, Burr! like a blind. Like I could not like react. Uh, I, I I could feel like I, I felt like I was underwater watching a concert. Yeah, it was I, very I've fun. Seen, but... I've seen fish a lot. Um, <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. So, a lot of two more times than, than I'm going to admit but <laughs> i feel like at fish concerts you they you never know what you're actually smoking it's just they hand you things and you're just like okay buddy let's go yeah you gotta like kind of make that deal with yourself you're like i either smoke yeah. only what i bring or i'm open to taking a I'm little rip of and... dust <laughs> <laughs> and on, i'm gonna you're, dust out with fish, my boys <laughs> you're seeing fish you may as well ride the wave yeah you fuck know? it dude you're not gonna like the music otherwise <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't even dislike fish. I just like the people who I mean, liked fish in my formative years were so annoying that I can't. Yeah, ever that's like. very fair. Fish heads are so. Yeah, it's, that's how I ended up not smoking pot for all of college. My college roommates were kind of so annoying when they were high that I didn't want to be around them. And then I just never like smoked weed. And then I yeah. just didn't smoke until I was like 25. I was just like, uh, these guys are too annoying. And I was like, not against the idea of anyone smoking. I just was like, I don't want to be stuck. Yeah, it's like I don't want to be an annoying like stoner. I, yeah, I mean, I did. I always thought, for, even starting in sixth grade, there were I went to a very tiny private school that was like sixth through twelfth graders all in the same building. So I saw these like five hippie seniors that went to our. There were only like five stoners, and they'd play guitar and like play hacky sack, <laughs> and wear like the corduroy patchwork and tie dye. And I thought they were so cool. And I was just, so, I was, I had to be like them. I, I, I thought, like those kind of stoners. I miss, yeah. I miss like real, real hippie freaks. You get yeah. a few out here in LA. Yeah, uh, I got a guitar, and they taught me how to play like Dave Matthews Band songs. Hell and yeah! The tie dye shirt I'm wearing right now, I bought to go to a fish concert with one of them. Dude, look at you living the fucking. You're chasing dreams and achieving them. Dog. Yeah, look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> smoking pot. Yeah, look at me smoking pot and talking to someone else about TV, about like it. something well, I, I just... do for. This is now my job. This is my yeah. Life. The dream, uh, <laughs> aka the dream. Um, we so we were saying like weed can get you more emotional and get you in the right headspace. Yeah. I think that's why, like, also, like, I really like uh, like crime shows or sh- like you know, like limited series. Like, oh. like I watch a lot of like if uh, Netflix puts up like a foreign six to eight episode like murder mystery, like yeah, Das Chestnut Man or whatever. <laughs> I'm watching it. That's the oh, yeah, chestnut I'm, I'm man. In. Highly recommended. Yeah, I loved it. So good. So oh, what was the one? There was one that was like the the lady without a face or something, or like the lady with different eyes. It was like some French one. 
about oh, this. I gotta watch this. Yeah, this it was like the French house. one about this dude who was able to <laughs> take over the bodies of women and steal like people's husbands. It's wild. It was amazing. I can't remember how he steals their souls or like enters their bodies anymore. I think it has something to do with like heroin. <laughs> he's like oh, drugging a- <laughs> people and then he's able to like get into their body like and pretend to be them and then he like steals people's husbands and it was great. Oh, Watch that's that cool. One. That's really fucking weird. Uh, I yeah. will check that out. So those shows always work on me because I also think get getting high gets you a little paranoid, a little seeing the connections, a little yeah. overthinky of like what's going on, and it lets you play the game more. Like lets you, yeah. lets you it pulls you in versus you know when you're sober, you're just kind of like, oh, that doesn't really make sense. Like, oh, yeah, why or like, just who cares? Leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like they're gonna <laughs> tell me. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I can why just watch the just... last episode right now. Yeah, like, why doesn't she just get a divorce and do this? why am i yeah <laughs> like the the most recent one i watched and i was baked for the whole time and i absolutely loved it was under the banner of heaven the andrew Ooh. garfield mormon yeah. murder one the mormon murder yeah that shit was fucking awesome and i i, yeah. I newly love garfield from tick tick boom like he's a like he's just such an impressive actor yeah, it, to it took me yeah it took to me not yeah it took me a second i'd say i had the same kind of journey with him tick tick boom was made, made me go oh, okay i'm paying attention i was like i yeah. got you okay you are okay. handsome oh you yeah, are a triple I see okay it. hold on i honestly i when i heard about under the banner of heaven i wasn't sure if he could hold that kind of role i was like he looks like a sweet little boy to me i was like i don't know no He's no, great. He's he great. He hangs. And his conflict of uh, belief was so amazing. And yeah. uh, I'm, I'm upset that I can't remember his partner's name, but that dude who plays his partner, yeah. the Native American sheriff, their dynamic is so he's like, when he when he gives him that French fry behind the desk and he's like, come on, you know you want it. <laughs> and he just like takes a bite of the French fry. Behind. Like that shit is so like I, I don't like the Mormon shit was interesting enough. The fucking fundamental like murder shit was interesting. Oh yeah, I'm always into cult, religion, weird that stuff. Please, yes, yes, yes. Slam I'm doing firing random. Yeah, I'm into that shit too, dog. I love, I love that kind of shit too. Like the uh, real stuff, fake stuff, like fiction about it. I'm in. Uh, what, what else? Have, is there anything that you're like stoked to come back or like here's Ooh. good stoner TV coming soon is we yeah. have a lot of those. We have Lord of the Rings and uh, uh, watch yeah, the the uh, game house of, of the dragon, the house of the dragon that yeah. you know, it's getting rave reviews. Obviously, I love getting stoned and watching fantasy shows uh, that one. I don't I feel like I'm going to wait for all of it to come out. Oh, just, you know, I, so I can binge. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, they they're not tricking me again. <laughs> I kind of like the ride, you know, if people are talking about them each week, it was kind of fun with the bear, like to stretch. I guess it's only like seven, seven half hour episodes. Yeah, too, I think so it's, it's like seven or eight. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so like to make it come out weekly, like stretch the conversation about it. I feel like if it came out one weekend, it would only be talked about. The for bear did come out in one day. It did. Yeah. The bear came <laughs> out all at once. I watched it all in one night. <laughs> Okay, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> well, I, I watched it, it was... like I was like, oh, the new. I kept being like, oh, there's a new episode up. Maybe it was just like <laughs> all up there, and I just kept well, missing it. I think what they did is so they gave it to critics like a month, and and this is part of actually what I do as my job. Like I work with these networks, and they they'll send me screeners and say, when do you think we should give this to critics? What do you think? And that one. I was like, there's going to be a lot of conversation. This should go out like a month and a half, two months before the show. And they gave it to critics really early. So critics were already talking about it and debating it and like subtweeting the show on Twitter being like, there's a show coming that's like going to be a debate and that people are going to love. So by the time it came out, people loved it. It all came out at once. And then they started airing it on because it was just supposed to be on Hulu. Then they started airing it on FX Weekly after uh, it like blew up. So, I think so I'm some watching people, it on Hulu, FX on Hulu Weekly, and I have Hulu. I could have watched the whole thing. Yeah, you could have watched the whole thing. <laughs> but I'm then there were people so who dumb. like just had Kate like FX and stuff who were like, "Oh yeah, there's a new one every week." <laughs> <laughs> but that was so smart. They need to do that with more shows because exact it did keep the conversation going. I think if they hadn't done the weekly thing, it would have just like popped off with critics. Popped off with real, you know, TV nerds who watched it all in one day. <laughs> right, <laughs> like I right, did. right. <laughs> but then they realized, like, oh, this is really something special. People want to talk about it. People relate to it. And they found a way to keep it going. And I think more shows need to do that. Indeed, indeed. Fuck yeah. That's a really, I haven't even thought. I I always like the model of, like, drop three, epi- three episodes, then the first three, then go weekly. Like, let people get hooked. I do like that. I, I yeah. like that. I, I, I do like that. And then maybe... 
uh, you drop the finale as like a two parter. Like, yeah, two parter. You, oh. you drop episode, drop episodes nine and ten, or twelve and thirteen. Yeah, give them, give the them a little something. Yeah. I, I do always like that, and Amazon's been doing that. Uh, HBO Max does sometimes. They just did with Harley Quinn. They drop yes, like three episodes. Yes, yeah, they drop a couple. Like let you get, the, get let you get a sniff, let you get hooked. Yeah, you know. And then you're just like, I love it. And then uh, one by one, they baby. like come back next Thursday, ten thirty yeah. Eastern. Okay, we're Sorry. not Netflix. We're gonna make you wait. Yeah, Netflix is sitting there being like, shit. We have to spend more money <laughs> to stay in the conversation. Let's make an eight hundred million dollar uh. movie. No one cares about. It's like perfect. <laughs> yeah, they, They'll talk about how they don't care about it. They for don't a care year. about it. And like they spent thirty million per episode of Stranger Things. And it didn't even break like uh, it didn't break Squid Game's record. Like people just didn't really care. <laughs> it's just like who cares anymore? Thirty million an episode. I can't yeah. see that without being like, what if you spent ten million an episode and gave a hundred and sixty million to unhoused people? <laughs> like or, like yeah. it's so hard when the number is that high. Like I understand art needs to be made, but at some point the number is but so high. Yeah, what are you where, spending that on at some point? Like where, like Netflix. Like I, I say it all the time. Like sh- they gave Chappelle eighty million dollars. Yeah. They could have probably, they could have given eighty comics. One million dollars. Arguably, they could have probably given 160 comics half a million dollars and made 160 comics life. And those 160 comics probably cast a wider net of fandom than even just Chappelle does. Just Chappelle, but but like I don't, I don't get it. They gave him, yeah. Instead, they gave him, (laughs) they gave him all that money, and then they tried to do some giant festival. I'm just high enough to be scared that my wife opened the uh, her arm just came in the door to drop off what must be my Amazon package because she just placed it and it startled me seeing an arm just pop it and there's I definitely should have known that's what was happening and I still bugged out this weed is good shout out uh, Weekenders wedding cake high THC oh. with a kicker of CBD I kind of like that in a in a concoction lately a little CBD in my in my yeah. J bones yeah uh, I'm doing actually the Pacific Stone wedding cake. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I got those lined up as for later as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, Ashley, this has been so fun to get to talk to you. Uh, but where, where can people hear more of your TV opinions and read more of your TV opinions and see yeah. more of your TV? Oh, and uh, just in general, you can follow my podcast, listen to it. TV. I say on earwolf at TV. I say pod on social media, or you can follow me at the Ashley Ray on Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff. I'm always tweeting my TV opinions. You are, uh, I, yeah. I, you were an instant follow several years ago, and I have not let off the uh, train. Yeah, I, Anyone, every show I watch, I'm usually just live. You have an opinion and, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like someone was like, "Have you watched the Bear yet?" I was like, "No," but I hear like the Chicago <laughs> specifics are a little off. I did have like, to call that out. <laughs> yeah. I'm from Chicago, and I, I don't I know love shit about Chicago, yeah. and I was just like, uh, I was like, if you don't know Chicago, you're gonna watch it and love it. But if you are from Chicago, you're gonna be like, that is the Tribune building in California, not the one in Chicago, and that's very annoying <laughs> to me. Um, but it's still a good show, even if they could just get like you know, one consultant who's been to the city. That's it, that's all. Uh, <laughs> t- whatever you're listening to this episode in, just open that app. And yeah. search TV, I say, and subscribe and listen to go. it. And, and if you don't get it. a chance to listen to it, just yeah. ha- stay subscribed. And yeah, there's, <laughs> I mean, I talk to people about their favorite favorite things. Uh, Seth Rogen loves 90 Day Fiance. We got a whole thing about that. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. <laughs> so much trash TV. <laughs> yeah. And there'll be, uh, you'll, you guys, you have great guests coming over there making a yeah, fucking great Yeah, great bucket. guests. And I just love talking about TV with, with this much passion. I think there's probably at least two episodes of me just like stone crying about some show I love. So <laughs> I can't wait. I'm definitely I'm behind. I gotta listen. Uh, I'm at Gabrus on all social media. You know my other podcast at this point, but I'd really appreciate it since it's Thursday night or Thursday if you're listening to this because it's hot off the press. Right in your fucking podcatcher, you're ready to fucking listen. And tonight is a new episode of 101 Places to Party Before You Die. Yeah. Ho- Hosted by me and Adam Pally, former guest of the podcast. Also, you probably know him more more so from other things than being on High and Mighty a couple of times. <laughs> but we travel around the country getting fucked up at 40 years old, and we see if we can do it. And spoiler, we sort of can. So check it out, and please let 
me get picked up so Discovery Warner Brothers, my two new daddies, can yeah. treat me to a few more dinners around America. I mean, I would come like on. That. It's Please. such a natural fit for the Discovery Plus library. They would yeah. be wild and it's just fucking not... bingeable as hell. It's like, yeah. the, me and J- Adam always say it's the show you watch on New Year's morning hungover as hell. You're like, yeah. I could do eight episodes of this and then be inspired for my Postmates order by something they eat. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what you want. And I, Discovery yeah. Plus would be fools not to see that. Thank you, Ashley. You heard it from <laughs> TV I say's Ashley Ray. I know the CEO of Discover, John Discovery or whatever uh, is yeah, listening. Yeah. So he might, he might they, they're fans of me. The TLC people love me. Okay? Oh shit. Okay. We're I keeping mean, it together. Come, yeah, come I mean, look, I, I'm I'm the 90 day fiance person. So if you right. if we don't get to you on fair. Discovery, maybe there's something with TLC. One of you is gonna have to marry someone from another country. I will or... just I will get to eight hundred pounds. I will there get to eight hundred pounds one. on the show. Oh, yeah. There you go. My 800 pound travel life check it out i'm in (laughs) bye shitheads hey now that the episode is over time to get a little serious while Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade on June 24th. Whack. Abortion is a basic health care need for millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. So you can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's the number four. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provide an early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, Choice.CRD.CO has a collection of these resources and more. I encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. I think what this all fundamentally comes down to is let's just mind our own fucking business, okay? If somebody wants to do something to their body, uh, let them. <laughs> That's it. It's their body. We don't get to choose that for them. That's called freedom, remember? Okay. This has been John Gabris, host of High and Mighty, saying thanks for listening to the episode. And come on, speak up, take care, and spread the word. Love you, shitheads. That was a HeadGum Podcast.